Right, okay. Uh, ah, right, I'm ready. Okay, well, we haven't got an intro, so... Why? Because no one's sent one in. I mean, I could do one myself, what but, a... you know, I don't think people want to do... Well, for goodness sake, why hasn't anybody sent one in? Maybe we didn't remind them last week. It's all my fault. Well, I thought we had, you told me we had thousands in the can. What's going on? Um, the, the can might have got open. Where's the can? The can, the can got open, spilt on the floor, and everything got destroyed. Oh, for goodness sake. That means I've got to do it myself, doesn't it? Well, we're sort of running out of time for the intro bit. Well, how could we be running out of time for the intro? The intro's when the intro is, and that's when we'll start. I only allow about 30 seconds in the script for intro. I mean, we can extend it if you like. Well, I don't know what we're going to do, because I told you before, I'm not doing the introduction to the programme myself. I'm, I've, I'm above that now. I don't do that sort of stuff. Well, I could do a quick intro. Go on, then. This is the James Whale Radio Show. There you go. No, no, you see, that doesn't, that's not going to make anybody want to listen. Well, they're already listening. I mean, they've got no choice. I mean, I suppose they could turn off. Look, we don't start the programme until after this bit doesn't go out. We don't start the programme till after we've had an introduction, play the theme, and then we get into it. Well, I could just play the theme. Gee, I'm sweating like what? It's so hot here today. Should I just play the theme? I shouldn't do the show in the south of France, should I? I mean, it's ridiculous to spend my time in the south of France. <sighs> right, OK. Try, listen, try and do one with a little bit more pizzazz, a little bit more, sell it a bit more, make it more exciting, okay? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, on this week's James Well Radio Show, we have dancing girls and for the other people, stop, dancing boys. Stop, boy stop, stop, stop. First of all, you're too high-pitched and squeaky, and secondly, we don't have any dancing girls, and if we did, it wouldn't make any difference to a radio show, would it? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll <clears throat> take two then. <clears throat> right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the James Well Radio Show, the show that doesn't need dancing girls. Are you taking the piss? No. Well, then don't do it like that. Do it more like this. Ladies and gentlemen, the James Well Radio Show. Right, well, I wasn't really expecting that to come in there, but uh, hello, welcome to the programme. Here we are, another week has gone by. Uh, and uh, depending when you listen to this uh, podcast radio show, if you listen uh, in sequence, then um, then we haven't yet got to the election. Erection. No, I was right first time, election. Well, maybe I wasn't. Um, anyway, uh, so welcome to it. Uh, the big talking points, I suppose, of the week are the leaders' debate that mass debate of people except the person who would be prime minister because obviously she feels i don't know if i'm i'm being too partisan about this but you know when you happen to be the favorite to win something and you decide ah uh, i'm not going to turn up why well i'm slightly above that sort of thing really why should I bother? I'm going to be the Prime Minister anyway. I don't see really why I should bother and go and put myself out for the public, for the voters. They don't care, do they? 
They're going to vote for me anyway. They're slightly disingenuous, don't you think, Robbo? I feel like that every week. Do you? Yeah. Oh, dear, why? Ah, you know, be, yeah. I'll, I'll do what I do when I do it, you know. I'll do what I do when I do it. You see, you see, Rob, that sort of attitude is what is ruining this nation. So it's all my fault, then? Well, it's not just your fault, but it's people who feel the way you do's fault. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. You know, the sort of people who think it's uh, the fault of Johnny Foreigner that they don't have a job or they don't get paid very much. Or, you know, Johnny Foreigner's good to bash over their head any time you feel like you need an excuse for your own inadequacies. I can't, well, listen, I can't wait for us to truly leave the European Union, and I'll tell you why. Go on, then. Thank you. Because then all those people who've sat on their fat, soggy asses moaning the whole time, well, if it wasn't for so many foreigners over here, I'd have a job. Then they're going to have to forego the pleasures of daytime television, and they're going to have to go into the fields and factories of this great nation of ours and work. No more Jeremy Kyle. Well, that would be the icing on the cake, the cream of the crop, the the snowflakes on the roof, wouldn't it? The snowflakes on the roof. I've not heard that I one before. I, just, I was just thinking, can you hear Daisy May in the background? I can, yeah. Yeah. I might have to go and shush her up for a moment. Um, okay. Why didn't I get Daisy May to do the introduction of the programme? That's probably why she's protesting now. I think that might be it, yes. Yeah, I wonder where Mrs W is. Hang on just a minute, don't go away. Hold, hold on, just you talk to the lovely listeners while I go and okay. sort this out, okay? <clears throat> yeah. Good, hold on. Hold on, just a minute. Hello, lovely listeners. Hold and, on, uh, hold, how, hold yeah. on, I'm over here, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I'm just talking to the listeners. Okay, you carry on. Okay. Hang on. And it's a mighty, mighty fine day today. Uh, it's nice and sunny in North Wales. I've, I've no idea what it's like in uh, where James is. Um, he seems in a reasonable mood this week, so uh, it must be quite warm. Uh, right, uh, okay. Oh, hang on, he's coming back. All right, now. I'm back. Ish. Take Apparently your time. it's my fault for talking too loudly. No. <sighs> I'll have to whisper. You'll have a whisper? No, no, I'll have to have a... I like those whispers, they're very nice. Um, no, I'll have to whisper. Apparently, Mrs W said it's my fault. I'm talking too loud. She can hear me. Oh. And she wants she wants to come and sit in, but, you know, when we get her to sit in, then she wants to leave, so... It, um... It doesn't make any difference, really, does it? Nothing in this world makes a difference. Now, for, for, having done that, now my headphones have gone funny. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I'm going to have to get some new ones. So you can't hear what I'm saying? What? <laughs> Say again, what, what? You did that so what? well, I genuinely didn't know if you did. No, I, I didn't know. Oh, that's better. What did you do? I said, you can't hear what I'm saying then. No, <laughs> I couldn't, but I can now. Um, anyway, I forgot where we were, so we uh, we, we get on with the programme, shall we? It, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. All the dogs yeah. back. <laughs> oh, this is going to be one of those days, isn't it? This is going to be one of those days. Hold on. Mm -mm -mm. 
Uh, right, okay, uh, let's get on with the show. So, the leaders' debate uh, took place the other night, um, but it didn't have Theresa May, of course. Uh, some consider her to be the front runner in the erection race, and uh, she didn't turn up. She didn't think she needed to. She didn't think she had to. Uh, some people say, well, why should she? It's a, sort of an American idea anyway. But in this um, day and age of modern technology, uh, you know, we don't, we don't really see politicians on what they used to call the stump anymore, uh, where they used to take their uh, soapbox around or orange box or whatever it was, stand on it, and, uh, and, and put it all out to the people. She said she was going to go around the country and do this. We know that hasn't really happened unless there are people who applaud her. Um, I, I don't think, personally, I don't think she's done herself any favours. I think that the other parties put forward uh, people to talk, some of them eloquent, some of them pretty stupid. Depends how you feel about politics. I wonder t today after the event whether she sits there thinking, do you know, I shouldn't have taken any notice of the advisers. I should have gone and done it. Or does she just think she's going to be elected whatever happens and that's it? And if that's what she thinks, is that actually good for a, uh, a prime minister of the country to have that kind of view that whatever she does, she's going to get elected anyway? Maybe she was busy. I mean, it was a snap election after all. I mean, she might have had something in the diary on that evening. Um... Well, yeah, I suppose there is that point of view. Um, listen, we did put out on Facebook uh, as well this little question, which I thought was uh, was interesting. Is anybody still convinced voting is a waste of time? Because surely now uh, it, it looks as if there is going to be a landslide to the Tories um, from all those disaffected UKIP voters and the people who think, well, what's the point of Green or Liberal Democrats? Um Although Jeremy Corbyn's been coming up in the polls a little bit and has been seen to be a little more statesman-like, uh, the, the, those people who say they know all about politics uh, seem to feel that Theresa May is still headed for a very, very comfortable win. Um, and then people might say, oh, I didn't want it, I don't know, you know, but if you don't go and vote... You don't have any business talking about it, do you? Which is why, by the way, we talked the other day, I think voting should be a legal requirement in this country. So we asked on Facebook, uh, is anybody still convinced voting's a waste of time? Brian Wright says, as a wise man once said, if voting made a difference, we would not be allowed to do it. <laughs> Interesting point, Brian. Uh, I think they count on the fact that there are a lot of people who just are lazy bastards and won't do it the same way you know a lot of people come from other countries to improve their lives and good luck to them that's what i say uh, to do the jobs that some of the brits feel that they are above doing it's always been that way it has always been that way I mean, migrants have flooded into this country to do those jobs that we didn't really want to do ourselves uh sheila fine silver says makes no difference to me the rich always get richer the poor get poorer and i'm one of the poorer so where did my ex ever get me well you know that kind of attitude sheila is is what kind of 
defeats this nation, isn't it? If we all felt like that, Sheila, we might as well all just let the rich do whatever they want. Uh, Steve Fox says, I hate all of them, and so I've not a clue who to vote for. I guess I will not be voting. Then don't moan, Steve. You know, when something happens you don't like, don't moan. Uh, Perhaps if you got more involved in politics, perhaps if you joined a political party, and if you don't like any of them, perhaps you started your own political party. Steve, people like you, uh, people who want to rule, love people like you, Steve, and Sheila, uh, you are the sort of people who are so easy, easy to, uh, to 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 govern because you don't really do a flipping thing, do you? You just sit there and moan about how badly off you are. So, uh, great, you carry on, Stephen Sheila, and when I rise to power, you'll just do exactly as I say. Amazing. David Heath, on the other hand, says proportional representation is the key. A lot of people, like me, live in constituency where the same party wins every time. So my vote feels like it's a waste of time. It doesn't feel like voting makes any difference to the overall picture. And David, I have to say, and a lot of people in politics pay lip service to this, I think, I think proportional representation is probably the best way to go. Well, also, I want to know why. Why do some people vote for the same party, whatever the party's done in power, you know, you can you can still hear them saying, oh, I've always voted Tory. My family's always voted Tory. Or you can hear them say, I'm a Labour man, me. I don't know why I'm doing these accents, but, you know, I'm just doing a bit of ridiculing, I suppose. Uh, we've always been a Labour ourselves. We'll always vote Labour. And, you know, that's how, how it goes. Stupid. Think of it. Look at the issues. Think of what you want for the future for you, yourself, your family, what you think will be best for the country, and vote accordingly, not the way that you vote. Because all political parties change we perhaps would not be having this election at this time had ukip now here's an interesting point consider this all those of you who don't think your vote makes any difference at all if ukip hadn't been started if nigel farage hadn't decided he wanted a new party because he was fed up with europe didn't like being governed by europe and he hadn't set up ukip and ukip hadn't become such a powerful party although they had no mps um, except one, and now they haven't got him. Um, but they made a change because they frightened David Cameron into giving people a referendum, which he thought he had to do to win power. He thought the referendum would, would be to remain in Europe, as a lot of us did. Um, and it went the other way. And lots of people got off their backsides and went out and voted. And so, yeah, voting does make a difference. People went out, voted for this party that no everybody said would never achieve anything. Um, I I think probably the end of UKIP, they've done what they set out to do, whether you agree with it or not. Voting made a difference, didn't it? So, you know, just think on that, if I were you. Jonathan Cooper or Crane McKenzie says, I will always vote regardless of the shower that are before us. My grandfather lost his legs for us to have the luxury. I won't disrespect that, but the choice is what's the best of a bad bunch. You're right, Craig, you're right. Uh, But then it's down to us to improve it. Isn't it really? Uh, Jonathan Cooper says, personally, I think our political leaders should put something worthwhile in front of voters to make us think voting is actually worthwhile. Or the two prime ministers in waiting, we have one whose shadow cabinet can't get their heads around their own party's election manifesto and the other whose cabinet is both questionable and a tad apathetic to the national cause. Some choice. I know, Jonathan, but a choice it is. People in some countries have no choice. They get shot if they say something that the people who are in power don't like. We, 
at least have a choice. And if we don't think much of those people who are actually leading this country, then we ourselves should put ourselves forward or we should be involved. We should do something about it. Um, and if we feel that strongly, then we should. Otherwise, we look at the best of a bad bunch, we consider the issues, and we vote. And, and some people say, oh, I don't care one way or the other. Silly fools. Um, Justin Richardson said, the difference in policies between the two leading political parties hasn't been so apparent in a very long time. This vote matters. Hooray for Justin Richardson. Well done, mate. Well done. Um, Tom Houghton says, uh, Labour, Britain-hating, self-serving assholes who will screw us over. Conservatives, working-class-hating, self-serving assholes who will screw us over. Lib Dems, insanity in a suit. J.J. Uh, Will says, uh, when was it not? Don't tell me people are finally waking up. Sadly. There are still deluded people who believe their vote counts and that they're choosing something that will improve the world. Look at the facts. All the, all the shit in this world stems from rules laid out by the government. Why are there rules? Because people aren't trusted to make their own decisions. Because a man in a suit says it's wrong, it must be. I will do as I choose, thank you, and I will never give anyone the power to tell me what to do or rape me in a society-based context. J.J. Wills, you're a complete arsehole. A complete fool. An idiot who obviously has strong views, but uses them in completely the wrong way. I congratulate you, J.J. Wills. You are exactly the sort of person, if I was looking to be in power, that I would want. Because you figure that you can do whatever you like and you're not going to take any shit from anyone. Well, I shall be sending round my special police force to take you away where you will eventually be forgotten. You, Mr. Wills, are one of the people the politicians love. So, um, interesting uh, diversity in opinion there. But uh, I tell you, I think if you don't vote on the election on June the 8th, don't moan about it. And just remember that you are giving those politicians uh, more of a free hand than anyone else. And think back to what I said about UKIP. Voting does matter. You can change the course of destiny. UKIP have made this country leave the European Union. Whether it's good or bad for this country, or even the world, we'll have to wait and see. But it will make a difference. People voting did make a difference. I rest my case. I think, actually, rapturous applause should be put in there. Oh, I can do that. I've got a button for that. Have you? Yes, I have a button. Shall I press it now? Yeah. Okay. I think after that, listen, I have to be honest with you. I think I think I need to sit down in a darkened room now. Well, it's the middle of the day. You'll have to draw your curtains. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm looking out at blue sky and shimmering trees and shrubs. Very nice. That answers my question from earlier. When you went out to sort out the dog, I was asking the uh, listeners, I wonder what the weather's like where you are. And, um... uh, uh, blue sky, white fluffy clouds. Very hot, very humid, and the uh, telegraph pole, the, the electric pole or whatever it is outside, is leaning slightly. Is, is it leaning to the left or to the right? It's leaning to the left, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no, no, it's leading to the right now. It's oh, moving. Balanced. Is, is it balanced? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on, it's it's got right into the middle again. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly into the right. Oh, dear, dear. Yeah. It's yeah. a liberal poll. Um, by the way... Uh, yeah, Liberal Poll. Um, by the way, listen, uh, don't forget, uh, we're on talk radio uh, every night, Monday to Friday, 7 o'clock until 10, uh, with Ash, of course, uh, for all of those nights, if he can be bothered to get off his soggy backside. I don't know why I'm into soggy backsides today. Anyway, uh, he was on last week's show. He was, In fact, yeah. what I've asked him to do for this show, I've asked him to come up with his 10 wisest facts. And when he, when is he and he produce those? It's going to take a while, isn't it? So well, we'll we keep asking and we'll keep hoping. But uh, I said, you know, think of a think of the Ab- was it Abraham who did the Ten Commandments? Oh no, Moses wasn't it? I don't know. Anyway, I th- think of the Ten Commandments and come up with your own. I think you find it was God that actually did the commandments. Moses just went and got them. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Well, it's all fictitious, isn't it? Really. So, uh, but he's he's um, he's going to do that. We did Periscope part of the show last night. Did you? Yeah, we did. You can go and have a look at it. I think it's on uh, on the Talk Radio site. Yeah, because you know I, I'm I'm not yeah. part of this amazing production. I just have to listen like. All well, the you others. could be. You know, you you're invited, but you choose to live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you choose to live so far away from reality and humanity that you live your life virtually virtually. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, all right, fair enough. If you see what I mean, I yeah. do, I do, I do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I can't remember what we're going to talk about then. But anyway, so yeah, right, right. I've talked far too much. Should we do some music? Uh, yeah, we can do some music. We have some music. Okay, and then should we do some Wales Mail? Uh, yes, we've got some Wales Mail. Or would you like to do Tech Talk after the music? Yeah, we do the music and then the um, the Wales Mail. Okay. Uh, Fallen Famous is the brand new single from uh, Lover. They are a six-piece London-based pop rock band, and uh, this is from their album Human Geography. Enjoy. Our appetite to walk over the fallen famous 
Our costumes are fancy but our motive rotten One lift of oblivion and the pact forgotten We're standing in the shadows of the misbegotten Uh, from uh, Lover Lover, Six Piece London based pop and rock. I quite like that. There's just one lover. Is there? Yeah. Well, it says on this bit you wrote down for me, Lover Lover. No, Lover, and then another line, and then Lover are a Six Piece London pop band. Oh, right, okay. Why don't? You, why did you write it out as Lover Lover? There's a new. There's another line. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything because they're all in the same size uh, letters. If you if you put a full stop or a comma, I would have read it differently. I'll just take. And the anyway, blame. may I suggest to Lover that they change their name to Lover Lover because I think it sounds better, and people will remember it. <laughs> they oh, will. Here we go. This is fantastic. Here's Lover Lover, Lover Lover, or just Lover. No, I think Lover Lover would be better. Okay, for the purposes of finding the band, they're called Lover. For now, right. But suggest to them, everybody, I thought it was good, suggest to them that they change their name and call themselves Lover Lover. Fair enough. Should we do Wales Mail? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, fine. Um, if you want to... Um, oh, hang on, I've lost me. Hold on just a minute. I've pulled the thing out now, so I can't hear you. Oh. So shut up. I'm doing very delicate work now. Okay. Hold on. I can't get it back in the hole now. Oh, f now the whole f***ing thing's come apart. Oh, f***. Hold on. I can't hear you because I've got any headphones plugged in at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> oh, so much better. Hey, there we are. Right. Much better. Yeah, OK. Um, right, OK. I've, I've, uh, you had to have a... Sorry, I had to have a little break then because my headphones went completely, completely messed up. Had to go and get another pair. What it is, being a broadcaster with more than one pair of your own headphones? It's a handy thing to have. It's like being a gunslinger with two guns, isn't it? Yeah, usually the gunslinger with two guns has the two guns attached to them at all times, though. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just... Um... I'm trying to mend the other headphones, and and all the all the paddings come off around the earpiece, and 
I'm just cleaning my glasses. And um, uh, and then the the little thing with the two little holes, the prongs that go into the two little holes in the top of it, I can't get them back in. I've never been very good with little holes. That's because you're too rough. You've just got to get the tip in and then slowly push. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so uh, shall we... Um, Shall we, oh, just before we do Wales Mail, shall we just remind everybody that uh, we have a shop online with the fabulous summer uh, T-shirts and baseball caps in, in all ranges of colours. Yeah, black mainly. Yeah, uh, and the James Whale fashion store and fashion line featuring uh, the James Whale logo is there. And if you would like to, uh, if you would like to uh, browse it, have a look. Uh, we've also got fabulous books by that fabulous broadcaster too, uh, which you can uh, obtain from the shop. So just go to our website, jameswhaleradio.co.uk and look in the shop. Plus, of course, we've got videos of my old TV shows and uh, my recent Pimlico Plumbers advert. I couldn't find that the other day. I wanted to show somebody on the front page of the website. Well, it's moved down a bit because I've obviously been uploading, uh, but it is there. Hmm. Can we shove it on the top somewhere? Uh, yeah, I'll shove it on the top for you, yes. Then I can, I can find I know Pimlico Plumbers keep putting it out, of course, and why not? And why not? Um, and anybody else wants to hire me, of course, just get in touch with me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Rob, uh, now acting as my new agent. Yeah, apparently so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what I wanted. Have you got any more of those uh, Mike socks with uh, a whale on? Yes. Because I want one of my own, because some of my colleagues at Talk Radio, they're... Well, can I say that their their personal hygiene is not as it should be, Ian Lee? Spittle. I beg your pardon? A little bit of spittle. I don't want little spittle on anything. I thought if I need my own one, and if I've got one with my logo on it, I'll know it's mine. Okay. Well, we'll get, we'll get you a sock. Thank you. That's all I ask. No need to be rude. I wasn't being rude. Um, Wales, Wales, well, right. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is from uh, Jason Elms. Hello, Jason Elms. Uh, he said, uh, could I just say that I enjoyed your last show with Ash? Huh. Did we have to include this one? That was the only one this week that was nice. Oh, was it? I, ha I want the one. I don't want the... How many more times? I want the horrible ones. You have no idea how much editing goes into this show. It's just like every yeah, second. I know, but, be, uh, you know, I want, I want to do trolling. Um, I had no idea you and Ash were still working together. I have been a listener of yours since the talk sport days. You never failed to entertain. Please keep up the... This is very nice. Your one millionth listener, Jason. Jason, thank you so much. And that's lovely to have a million listeners. Thank you very much. And a million uh, downloaders of the podcast around the world, of course. Big in Saudi Arabia, even though I'm quite rude about the Saudi Arabian government. I just want to see how far I can push it, really, to be honest. I'm quite rude about America, too. And Australia. Don't forget the Australians. Oh, Australia. Yeah, the Australia. Well, I'm, I'm not, I don't really mean that, but I do with the... It's, it's, it's the Saudi Arabian's government that I find annoying, as well as the American government that, that sort of think they are superior. You know, and the people over in those countries, well, in Saudi Arabia, they don't have any choice who governs them. It's a royal family and that's it. And if you argue, you get your hand or your head chopped off. Wow. Okay. Um, and so, uh, and we still do deals with them. I can't believe it. Just can't believe it. But anyway, as I won't be going there, I suppose I don't really care. They could always buy every copy of your book. That would, that would. Yeah. Yeah. Buy every copy of my book and then nobody else can get a copy. That would be very unfair, wouldn't it? 
Well, all right, then. Buy a few, then. Yeah, all right. Whichever. Um, anyway, okay. So, shall we... We're running out of time now, because I've been waffling on too much. Shall we do Tech Talk and give you something to do, because you moan after... No, I didn't have much to do today, did I? If only that were true. <clears throat> <laughs> all right, Tech Talk this week. Huh? Oh, Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm not interrupting you, am I? No, no, I was just flipping the page no, over. I'm just, I'm just going to sit back here, put my feet up for a while. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm listening. I'm all ears. Go on. Don't forget to make a noise while I'm talking. Why? No reason. Anytime you're happy to start, I'm happy to hear. Okay. Uh, did you hear about the uh, plastic surgery uh, theft? No. Uh, one of the big plastic surgery companies had all their photos from before and after stolen off their server. So now all the people are being uh, sent ransom letters to pay up all their photos go out online. Yeah. But I can't see that working, though, because the before ones, you won't recognise them. And the after ones, they'll be right. proud of. Um, no. So that's a point. No, it's not, is it? It's pointless. I mean, well, we were doing... We, Ash and I were doing this Periscope on our talk radio show yesterday in Message about, And then somebody uh, tweeted us and said, it's like listening to a couple of old granddads try and get their head round new technology. How rude. Nokia 3310, you know that famous phone that Nokia oh, made? Oh, yeah, I love that. And they brought it back. It's it sold out. They haven't got any more to sell. Really? Yeah, so they're having to make another load. So apparently people did love that phone. Oh. But what, and what's so good about it? It's a bit more modern. I mean, they put a bit more modern technology into it, obviously. But uh, I think it's because you can throw it against the wall or run over it or... I don't think you can drop it in the toilet, but you can do a lot more with the phone destructively than you can with another phone. Because it's plastic, isn't it? It's, it's plastic screen and plastic casing, very thick, very hard, very mm. durable is the word I'm looking for. Very durable. Yes. I once saw someone on a building site throw his Nokia in a cement mixer to prove the point and took it out and it still worked. The screen had a few scratches on it, but it didn't crack. Good, yeah, well, there we are, that's excellent. And yeah. Microsoft are storing uh, data now, or going to be storing data on DNA. Yeah. That's the new format. Instead of having memory sticks, we're going to peel bits of our skin off and stick data on that. Well, you see, I'm... Oh, hang on, I'll come closer. I'm in favour of having everything on a chip inserted under our skin, but apparently everybody gets upset and says, No, no, that's what the devil wants. No, no. Because the devil's got USB. Has he? Apparently, yeah. Uh, no, this is slightly different. This is storing data, as in you imagine all yeah. the YouTube videos in the world all stored on a few grams of DNA. Mm. And that's what uh, is going to happen. So uh, apparently you can store 250 million gigabytes of data on one gram of DNA. There's a slight drawback to the whole situation. Which is what? It's incredibly slow to store it and retrieve it. Oh. Huh. But well, it, if you you could work on that, make it quicker. Yeah, it is doable. Yeah, of course you can make, you can make it quicker. Oh, and I'll tell you what I also saw the other day. I was out driving my car, and my local petrol station has a... I, don't, I can't really describe it. It's like a, a dog wash. You know, like a car wash. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've seen those. They're not very good, though. They're co the dogs don't like them. Don't put your dog on that. Because next to that, they've got a big uh, washing machine out in the middle of nowhere. It's just in the middle of a mm. car park. You just go out and use a washing machine. 24-hour washing machine, apparently. That's the new thing. I wouldn't bother. No? Okay. Should we do no. films? 
Um, did you see any? I saw Pirates of the Caribbean, which uh, yeah. I wasn't that keen on going to see because I'm not a fan of the franchise, but I was mildly entertained. Yeah. I mean, how many more can they do? I mean, it's all it's all a bit um, sort of, well, just a bit daft, isn't it, really? Samey, samey. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. It was entertaining, yeah. mildly. And the other film... Yeah, but it didn't even have much publicity, did it, really? There was no sort of... Uh, What's-his-name didn't do many interviews about it. There's no sort of hype. Well, uh, Here's another one. Like it or lump it. Yeah, he's a bit like that. And the other mm. film I went to see is the Alien uh, Covenant film, which I was hugely disappointed. Why? Well, it was all very, very predictable. Very predictable. All the way through it, it's like, yeah, in a minute now, there's going to be one there... They're going to get on the spaceship. They're going to breed a bit. That person's going to die. That person's bad. You know, all the way through the film, it was just the same thing. It was... It, no. It's... It, ever since the first... Not the first alien film, but Aliens, once they got to that point, they all went downhill. I think, you know, there is something waiting to be said about Aliens. Something important. Was that it? Was it? Yeah. And I think it'll probably be made public within the next 10 years. That's what I think. Yeah. So uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, three out of five, and uh, Alien Covenant, I'd give it a 2.7 out of five. I'd give it a swerve. Um, right, now listen, uh, there's uh, sort of ads coming up the other day for uh, for the next Big Brother, which, uh, no, I'm not going to be in the next one. Um, and there was that terribly, terribly tragic uh, incident uh, the other day where uh, a zookeeper went into an enclosure uh, with a, a, a tiger, I think. Was it a lion or a tiger? I can't remember now. Tiger, I think. Um, and, and she was killed. Um um, when I was in the Big Brother house, uh, it occurred to me, sitting there, relentlessly, week in, week out, um, that this is the life of an animal that's put in a zoo, and no wonder they go round the bend. And uh, although I'd never thought about it much, I must confess, I always think people who, who work in zoos, as the lady who was killed, her, her family said this was, you know, she loved these animals, and they do love these animals. Um, and I love my animals, and I understand it. But is there really now, in this day and age, any place for zoos? I've changed my mind. I don't. I think it is cruel and horrible. However good the zoo, even if it is a great safari park, these animals are still living a strange life. And they're wild animals. They're not domesticated, even though most have been bred in captivity. Uh, they they are not really. Uh, wild animals in the sense that they can do as they would normally do, and therefore uh, they're being kept out of their time. I have to say that, uh, that a lot of people say, oh, yeah, well, it's for, uh, conservation and breeding programs and everything else. And looking at the facts, very few animals that are bred in captivity ever make it back to the wild. And all we do um, is we keep animals that are past their time. We Humans one day will be past our time. Um, you know, there is no reason for the, the giant panda to exist. In the wild, it hardly manages to exist. Some people say, oh, well, it's getting bit Fine. But keeping them in zoos, I think that's terribly, terribly cruel. And I know, I don't think any of the animals in zoos 
should be released into the wild. I think they should be able to live out their lives and made as comfortable and have as much fun as they can within that. And then when the, the animals in the zoos now have died, oops, sorry, have died out, then the zoos can be turned to doing other stuff. I don't know what, but I, I think keeping animals incarcerated like this for us to gawp at, and that's basically the reason why, uh, is unnecessary. So we asked on Facebook, which is where we like to ask our questions. And remember, if you want to get in touch, you, you want to get a more personal uh, response, you can always uh, email us at this address, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Yeah, jameswellradio at gmail.com. So uh, uh, I asked on um, uh, Facebook this week, after the tragic death of a zookeeper, is there really any place in modern society for the zoo? Uh, David Fulton says, no, get rid, it's cruel. You get imprisoned if you are doing wrong in this world. So why are we locking up animals? Uh, Marnie Nayer says, I love animals, but the awful condition that many of these animals are kept in is heartbreaking. I like the idea that some species are bred to further their species. It's also very tragic when you hear of zookeepers losing their lives in such a horrible way. Uh, Marnie, I agree, but I, I don't think, you know, furthering species when nature uh, sort of makes it difficult for them to carry on or, or mankind makes it difficult for them to carry on, um, I don't think is the right reason. Uh, Andre Lee, or Andrus Lee, only as a last resort for the preservation uh, of at-risk species. But, as I say, at-risk species. Species die out, that's it. I mean, more die out now than have died out before. But also, uh, we get new species happening all the time. Uh, Joanna Quaid said, so the animals, you'll cull them, including the ones that are endangered in the wild, and therefore zoos play a vital role in breeding and reintroducing back into the wild. For instance, um, the Preswoski horse or something uh, was extinct in the wild before zoos stepped in, like uh, my local Marwell, and has been a huge success in Mongolia. Um, and I wonder whether they have much of an existence in Mongolia because they died out. And what is the point of putting them back in just to die out again? Joanna, and I'm not suggesting we cull them, as I said before. No, we don't. We look after them. We have a right to look after them. But I don't think there really is a, a, a reason to keep animals now incarcerated. And we might say, oh, yeah, well, we're doing this to sort of... Even um, even uh, Will Travers, who I interviewed the other night about this, said, no, he said there is no excuse. And he he's from the Born Free Foundation. They spent their entire lives looking into this. He said there's practically no success stories of animals being put back into the wild from breeding programs in zoos. What happens is quite often they die out again because whatever they need and the reason they died out before, they die out again. So what is the point? Uh, Nigel Bird says, anybody wants to take this up and we'll talk about it on next week's show, feel free. James Whale Radio at Gmail. Dot com or get in touch on Facebook. Uh, Nigel Byrne said, not anymore. They're Victorian. Never felt right seeing wild animals as part of a theme park. Animals are wondrous and entertaining, but should never be sold or held captive for this purpose. Essentially, at these establishments, you're looking at bored, most mentally ill versions of their free cousins. However, conservation is essential, but quite different from these prison concentration camps and shouldn't be confused. You can keep your roller coasters, but get rid of the zoos. Uh, Sue Anstey says, no, they should be closed when the animals reach their natural end and stop breeding now. Travel is much easier nowadays to see them in their natural habitat. I agree, Sue. Uh, Ed Wood Owens, 
says, I think with modern technology and people's attitudes towards poaching and game hunting, virtual zoos could be the way forward. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, Chris Barber says, yes, of course there is. Many of our animals would be extinct now thanks to poachers. It's also a great learning ground for conservationists. Obviously, get rid of the small tourist-only zoos, but anyone who thinks we should get rid of the large conservation ones doesn't know anything about the subject. My daughter is studying zoology with conservation at uni. Talk to Will Travers, that's all I'll say. Uh, Sharon Cook says, no, I think they have had their day. Animals should be in their own habitat. Why do humans think that they can do what they want with nature? Just leave them alone. Well, you know, we're natural, aren't we? And we will probably make it difficult for a lot of other species to survive. But then eventually one day something will happen and mankind will die out. I reckon we will die out long before the death of this planet I don't want to cheer you up today unless, of course, we get a flipping great meteorite bashing into us. And that could apparently happen at any time. I'm just looking out of the window now. No, the sky is still blue. Anyway, we had loads on that. Thank you very much indeed. If I didn't read yours, um, please get in touch again. Tell me what you think about zoos and we'll uh, we'll do it all over again. Yep, we will. Yeah. Um, right, I think we could do... Uh, I think we do questions now. Questions for the whale. Here I wouldn't go. want to be in a zoo, tell you. I, uh, I for... for uh, oh, hang on, just a minute. Uh, for a while, I, uh, I, I sat in the Big Brother house and I thought, it, this must be exactly what it's like being in a zoo. Exactly what it's like. Thousands of people yeah. watching you and you've got nowhere yeah. to go other than a little dip in the pool, into the yeah. shower, into bed, and back out and wander around the grass. Yeah, and they want to see you dip into the pool. Yep. Mm. You, di you didn't have a tyre on a rope, though, to play with. Well, I did ask for one, but asked after I've spilt the coffee, uh, they wouldn't give me anything to play with. Punishment, you see. Punishment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, right, what, what wonderful questions do we have this week? Uh, Peter Stain. Oh, is, a, is an animal-related question then. Uh, if a cat met a lion, would the lion be friendly and treat the cat like a little cousin, or would the cat be eaten for breakfast? Uh, yeah, cat will be eaten for breakfast. I think so. Uh, Andy Sworn. Andy, regular. Uh, very nice similar. to see you there, Andy, yeah. Uh, do you think there will be any humans left on Earth in 70 years' time? Um, 70 years time I imagine they probably will if we don't sort of nuke ourselves out of existence um, 700 years time might be a different question and you can ask then get in touch then yeah yeah. Uh, Dan Saunders uh, why don't we get rid of the government and have a royal family run things I suggest what you do is read your history books and look at what happened when we had when we had kings and queens and families running things. Very good. The royal family we have is excellent as a uh, as a PR machine for this country. We do not want to be ruled by um, a family of uh, people who consider it is their birthright. I mean, you you look at countries that are ruled by dictators or royal families, mm. and don't say, "Oh, well, that's a lovely." Well, yeah, they are, uh, because of the role they perform. And we have a government to make sure that the power is with the people rather than with particular people, if you like. Of course, if you don't go out and vote, 
on election day, uh, eventually that could be the way it goes, and it's entirely up to the people of the country. But, um, you know, I'd vote if I were you. Andy Swan again. Two Why questions. are we having him again? Well, he's, he's two bites of the cherry. Two bites of the cherry. Uh, if you were given the freedom to create any new law, what new law would you create and why? I'd restrict Andy Swan to only one letter per month on the programme. OK, Pete Der Jenkins. I said that a bit naff, really. I'll say it again. Peter Jenkins. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> You're so concerned about the way you sound. I'm just... Otherwise, if I don't... You know, try if you spent more time worrying about the way you looked, life for you would be easier. It's, it's radio. Yeah. Go on. Uh, Peter Jenkins, or Jenkins, uh, covering all bases. Uh, why can't the UK make good TV shows like The Yanks? Um, I think we do. I think that's a really ridiculous statement, to be honest with you. I think the, the Americans are very good at making mindless television programmes. Steve Harris. That was easy. Uh, did Katie Hopkins deserve the sack? Well, I don't think that's a question you even need to ask. I mean, did she, did she, did, does Katie Hopkins deserve to exist is really the question you should ask. And to be quite honest, she is the most vile and appalling harridan going. Uh, and I, I wouldn't mind if, if somebody, if I was convinced somebody actually believed half the shit that comes out of her mouth. But I think... She just wants to be famous, and she thinks that's the way she can become famous. No, let's hope she just disappears up her own backside and we never hear of her again. Uh, Is that a little too rude? I don't think she'll hear it, so it'll be fine. Well, I bet you she will. Someone will play it to her. You know what you can do, Katie. <laughs> uh, Tina Gain. Uh, why are female classical composers so disregarded? Because um, they're not as good as men. At composing. I think you should finish that line with why i'm just um okay <clears throat> i to be Do honest you really think you know if, if, if it doesn't matter what sex you are if you if you compose a really good piece of music then uh, i mean i don't like that sort of stuff but if you compose a really good bit of music and those people who know about it would appreciate it does it bother them one way or the other whether it is a man or a woman that composed it i don't think so i must confess i know quite a lot of composers but none that are from the female camp. Well, that tells you something, doesn't it? Mm. I'm going to have to research. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, there aren't any. But there must be. Well, I can't... I mean, you, you know, why do we worry about these things? Just trying to think of film scores, and I can't think of any yeah. female composers that have done film scores that I'm aware of. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's interesting to find out. Somebody tell me. But I, I would have thought if you were really good, um, then uh, it, it, you know it would have um, it, it would have risen to prominence, would it not? I mean, there are loads of people, men and women, who do things that are really good uh, and never ever get discovered. You need a little bit of luck. Talent is the only thing that you need. We'll we'll have a female composer on the next Britain's Got Talent. There we go. Then they become famous. Maybe. Good. Well, I'll, I haven't even seen one episode of Britain's Got Talent this year. It's all about magic this year. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'll get bored with magic because you know it's not real. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's magical, not magic. Yeah. 
Uh, Gary... I just find it annoying, actually, to be honest with you. Magicians annoy me intently. That's only because you can't work out how it's done. Doesn't matter. It's just annoying. I know it's a trick, so it doesn't matter, does it? I suppose if you look at it from that point of view, then yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, come on, one more. I've got to go to the pub. Okay, let's pick a good one. Um, all right, then, let's just pick one. <laughs> uh, Rob James. Uh, why do many chocolate bars have such random weights? For example, a star bar is 49 grams, a Turkish delight is 51. Why aren't they just both 50 grams? Because the ingredients, you stupid man, uh, because the ingredients weigh differing amounts. That's why. Yeah, but you know when you've made it all and you mixed it all up and you yeah. shove it on the on the uh, tray to set, if yeah. you like. But if you're if you've got a crunchy bar, yeah, right. The filling of the crunchy bar is lighter than maybe a, a, a bar full of peanuts of the same size. So you could have the same size, but the weight would be different, wouldn't it? And anyway, they're not all the same size either. For instance, if you pick up a whisper bar, you can feel how light the whisper bar is. It's full of air. Yeah, you're paying for the air. You pick up a, a, a Snickers bar, and it's hard and meaty. There's meat. Anyway, listen, I'm, I'm bored now. I'm going. Um, so check out Talk Radio. Uh, I'm there tonight from 7, tomorrow night from 7. In fact, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 7 o'clock until 10 uh, with Ash. Join me then. In the meantime, Rob, you finish the programme. I have got to go. OK. Um, goodbye, everybody. See you next week, maybe. Yeah, that'll do, won't it? Well, I, I, I'm, that, that's all I'm getting. I'm not doing any more than that. Good, that's it. Fine, good, because I've got to go. And Mrs. W is banging on the studio door, wants to take the dog out and wants me to get out of here. Then goodbye, and I'll see you next I'm coming. You should get a job on the archers. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll talk to you later. Ta-da. Bye. Bye.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.